All right, guys, welcome again to another episode of Nerds in the City, a Central Florida podcast talking about nerd cultures, movies, games, comics, art, movie reviews, and local events happening in and around Central Florida. As always, you have myself, Tony, not my boy Ricky. Today, he's out. And who do we got today? Nikki Lost. I forget. Where am I? Nikki Lost. <laughs> Nick Where Lost or Nikki Lost? Nikki Lost. Nikki Lost. Yeah. How's everything been there? Yeah, I'm feeling very, very, very family oriented. Nikki lost. Nick, how's that family oriented? Because only my family calls me Nikki. Think about it. Who calls me Nikki? Everybody in the podcast. Because every time we introduce you, it's Nick or Nikki. It's because of my family. <laughs> We're family. We're proven. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So how's it going? What's going on? Good. Good. Better than your leg. Okay, you don't have to bring that up. That <laughs> not have to be a, a topic of this conversation. It is. <laughs> You're trying to be a superhero. I was trying to do the workout. <laughs> Just happened to be that I can't work out. <laughs> but yeah, hopefully you can come back to class tomorrow, though. So yeah, that's what that's what I get for trying to do the bare minimum. <laughs> the bare minimum got you injured for four days. Pretty much. Pretty much. Pretty much. But we did have a crazy week this week. So this week, this past weekend, it was um, CCXP. So it's a Comic Con out of Brazil. Yeah. So they had their initial lineup. It was crazy. They had Kevin Feige come out. He had supposedly like an hour set, which is uh, roughly twice as long as he had a D23. So you think he's just like he's more confident. Maybe stuff won't leak out as much over there. No, nah, a lot of things leaked. I think I think a Did lot they more leak out or was it like given or something? They were given, but I guess people had I, I, I'm assuming people like do not record this during the session. No oh, recording devices. People didn't care, I think, over there. They were just, I'm just showing I'm just, out. I'm curious about it because I'm like, I'm like, man, I wonder if you're in like another country like that. If like security is more strict, maybe they're just more comfortable. Like, I'm going to show you everything because you guys ain't going to do nothing with it. <laughs> no. No. With the way technology <laughs> works now, everything goes. But uh, he, he was there and then... Uh, Ryan Reynolds was supposed to be there. Uh, we'll, was we'll supposed talk about, to be there? No, was he was it? there. But okay. he was uh, he was there. Um, what we'll talk about in a little bit was the trailer for Free, Man, uh, Free Guy. Yeah. Uh, but there was a lot of uh, rumors that because Kevin Feige or Marvel or Kevin Feige is going to be, has his own panel, that Ryan Reynolds is going to be there. And they're going to start talking about Daredevil. I mean, uh, Deadpool. Deadpool crossing like, over. Crossing, the- finally crossing over. They were talking about like the Marvel or Deadpool crossing over. Now, here's my question, though, because I think it has come up or we've discussed it where Disney Plus itself doesn't have rated R movies, right? No. Okay. And they're potentially going to use Hulu to be able to... Potentially, they already are. Okay. So, yeah. that's, I'm saying using Hulu to introduce movies that they already have in their, their list as rated R to Hulu, whatever. Yeah. But the thing is, would they really do something where they can actually, like... Would they make a new movie that's rated R, even though they can't put in the, in their main network? Yeah, they can because they can use their. Whether they the, want to, like, yeah, because if they make money out of it, and they know that's what the that's if, ultimately if that's what the fans, or it's it's true to story, mm-hmm. and the fans want, it, I think they would. They won't put the Disney stamp on it. They'll use one of the other subsidiaries to do it. I'm just curious about because there's still it's movies like, that are by Fox that are still coming out that might be rated R, still owned by Disney. No, but but he's a, the funniest theory I heard, and I thought it was the best one ever. Yeah, was that if let's say they Disney does was like you know what we'll make one a PG thirteen Deadpool, 
Mm-hmm. And I think in uh, PG thirteen stats, you could say the word "fuck" once. Yes, once. So this, so like you know how he re- breaks at the fourth wall, so he knows he's in a PG thirteen movie. Mm-hmm. So he's gonna make it worth it. So he's not. He's he was like almost slipping it. Somebody wrote about it. it like throughout the whole movie, he's held. He's holding that one word throughout like the most perfect moment to say it. And right when he's about to say another character, like Wolverine comes in and says it. Yeah. So he can't say. So he gets pissed. That he's been holding that word the whole throughout the whole movie to use it. See, I'm wondering because okay, so um, it's weird because every time I try to remember this, I don't, I can't remember it. I don't curse or I curse. There's one thing I I say a lot, but I, it's not a curse. It's like a play on a curse, and I cannot. I don't know why. Every time I try to remember what it is, I can't think of it. But yet I say it all the time. Um, you know what I'm talking about, right? Dagnabbit. No, I don't. Oh my god! My character from Bugs Bunny cartoon? No. <laughs> yeah. uh, <laughs> oh my fuck! I don't know what it is. Like it's weird. My mind blanks out of what the, what the curse combination word is. Yeah. But it's like a, a variation on curse words. So it's like uh, somebody I grew up with used to say "mother flower" as opposed to "mother," you know, whatever. Yeah. So and I don't know what it's weird. I'm blanking out what it is, but I know I say it a lot. But anyways, I'm wondering. You just, if, you just say out of habit that you didn't remember the word. I say out of habit. And no, I, but like right now you can like I don't remember every time saying. I try to recall what it is because every time I try to bring this up as a discussion, I can't remember what it is. Uh, okay, so it's weird. Like that's my mind goes to like to that that phrasing, yeah. but I can't think of what that phrasing is, and until I get frustrated enough to use it, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> anyways, uh, but it'd be interesting if they use that, like use like alternative curse words, like stuff like that. Yeah, they probably will, but I think he's he's gonna know. Like, don't say it. Like, he'll stop himself from saying it. Mm-hmm. That that was the rumor. Like, they should make a movie like that. That he goes through the whole movie, all action and everything else. But every time he's able to swear, he holds himself back because he knows he has that one opportunity to do it. <laughs> but is it the is it the swearing that really is an issue? Because I feel like it's more the references that stuff like that. Like, I think it's a combination of both. But I think it's. Uh, if you insinuate too much, I mm-hmm. think it'll push the boundary to make it a rated R. Yeah. But I think the swearing, there's a count meter for it. So I think they'll take into that into more account as the humor of it. Yeah. Than anything else. It's just interesting to me because obviously, like, you can't say more than a certain amount of time in a movie unless you want the rated R version, right? Yeah. Something but like yet, that. a TV show on a, uh, on cable network, not, not, a, not HBO, but like Comedy Central. Yeah. Like South Park, South Park, the first time they used the curse word, they had a counter. I think they were trying to do a hundred and four hundred sometimes. They wanted to use the same word 400 times. Yeah. So they used the curse word, you know, F word, whatever, 400 times. And they had a counter for it. The TV uh, TV show like that can do that that many times. And a yeah. movie still is rated R if they do it. It's, I don't know. I just find yeah, it that rating system is way, way off. An- is it antiquated? Yeah. Is that the right word? I think so. Should I Google it? No, you know what? I let you be right or wrong. You won't know. Schrodinger's cat. You don't know if you're right or wrong. You just know. Oh, if I don't look it up, I'm right, I'm right until I look it up. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'll go with that. All right. So with that, they they did announce some things. Uh, now they we'll talk and go into the trailers. Yeah. But they did uh do pictures of Wandavision. Um, so it's gonna be you know Wanda and Vision. Uh. From what it seems, it was like almost like a fifties like Leave It to Beaver look. Oh yeah, they said Pleasant like Pleasantville. Like yeah, Pleasantville. 
Um, and and I think we will start looking at it. Is going to tie closely to um, Doctor Strange and the multiverse. Yeah, because uh, I guess was well, I guess she was able to make an entire universe. Yeah, bef- uh, before her death or something like that. And I think this is the first time they're gonna call her Scarlet Witch. They're gonna call her that. That's yeah. I think she's gonna be called Scarlet Witch. So because I don't think that she she was just a witch, or she, they think that's what they, all they called her, but they never called her Scarlet Witch. It's I just interesting because obviously her family is mutants. Yeah, and I mean, is her mutation witchcraft? That's what I find it interesting. So. Yeah, it is. I mean, but it's not really. That's what I'm saying. Is that is that considered a mutation? I mean, it's witchcraft. Is it really considered well, a mutation? Well, no. Maybe she doesn't derive her powers from a deity. It's just a mutant powers, like telepathic powers. Then she just throws. Well, stuff I can't. No, I mean, it, it really has, doesn't really yeah. derive that much explanation because I believe I forgot which. Isn't Domino her <clears throat> ability is like good luck? Yeah, yeah. So it's <laughs> that's witchcraft. But no, that's <laughs> right. her immune power. Yeah, I know. No, I'm just. I just find that. I just find it interesting. Oh, just because she's called labeled witch, she's not. Well, that I guess that's what it is. Maybe but oh, you just putting labels on people now. That's what you want. No, to because do. think about it. Okay, <laughs> like there literally was a character I believe in Marvel, Marvel lore or Marvel history that they can manipulate, they can make anything in existence based on like little molecules in the system, right? So they wanted a, a, a something. They wanted a, a hamburger. They can wish it and it just shows up in their hand. Mm-hmm. But that's not considered witchcraft. It's not considered like a, a supernatural power. It's considered a a mutant ability because it's based in science. Yeah. So her ability is not based in any science. It's based in witchcraft. It's supernatural. So that's why I find it interesting how mutants, which is scientific, I guess you want to call it, and has an ability based on supernatural. So I, I don't know. I find it interesting, even though obviously some people's mutations are so beyond anything, it just seems obviously supernatural. Yeah. yeah. Or beyond science. True. But I did I did like the poster just because it's interesting because obviously that is the original look of the comics, isn't it? Like that's how they looked. If you look at the comics when they first came out, that's what they looked like. That was that that aesthetic. Yeah. Close to it, yeah. But I like this how it was pointed out to the shadows. Oh, the, silhouette, the, the silhouette, the, the silhouettes in the walls is like it's still the, of the original forms. Yeah, with uh, but she had uh, it looked like she had the wardrobe because she didn't have a wardrobe because in 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 Wonder oh, she it, never had the, she had the, like, the, the horn the horn yeah. the horn uh, mask I guess it was mm-hmm. and and the silhouette does so I don't know if it's gonna take a full a full form that she's gonna have a full facial costume well, along with it. I'm excited just in the sense of I don't feel like the the movies gave enough opportunity to show their romantic entanglement. They yeah. just kind of show them together and say that they love each other. That's basically it. That was it, yeah. So it would be interesting to show how depth of the relationship... If, if it's done in that way, if it's done in that like kind of conscientious, let's show the depth of their love type of way. That would be good to see, though. But um, another one that they showed pictures of is, was um, Falcon Winter Soldier. Okay. There's just some scenes from the, from the actual TV show. Um... People got got a good response. Uh, they were showing. I guess it looks like uh, Winter Soldier is taking the lead. And well, that's what I was wondering because I thought that the whole premise of the show is like you don't know who's going to end up with the mantle. Like yeah. even though um, um, Chris Steve Evans' Rogers. character Steve Rogers uh, wanted you know Falcon to be the new Captain America, that the show is I guess dictating that it's not. It might I mean, not be that. 
Yeah, there's a, there was also things talking about that he would be um, showing him, like... How to become. Uh, how to become. Or, like, more of a guided... Mm. But I could see it that, like how you say, maybe he's like, he goes through this whole trial and at the end he's like, you know what? Maybe I'm not ready. Yeah, maybe, maybe it's so, not my role. Not my role. Maybe it's my role to 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 find the next Captain America, which not also, be the next Captain America. Which, you know something? That would be interesting, too. I mean, we all know those two. That's why that makes the show interesting. We both know those two people, those two characters took that mantle. Yeah. So... But the question is, it would be more interesting to see them both try it and feel like it's not for them and then find somebody who actually emulates the role. Yeah. That would be a good one. Yeah, that's actually a good idea if they do it like that. I know they they showed uh, uh, art of what his, uh, I guess, costume is going to be, yeah. be like. And it resembles a little bit like the Captain America colors and all that. But mm-hmm. Yeah, but I like that idea more that he's like, he does take in the comic book. He does take the the mantle of Captain America for a bit, but I, I was like, if he niches, I was like, you know what? I could still do it, but my own way. I don't have to take the symbol of Cap, or maybe it's like the, like they're both going to be the essence of Captain America. They take both sides of splitting the powers in between two, I guess, or this responsibility. Well, because the thing is, is that I've okay. So like obviously, like I watch. <laughs> I know we both watch um, My Hero Academia, right? Yeah. So obviously, All Might, the role of All Might is not a typical hero. It's not a typical because all of them are great heroes. All those that that are already you know professionals, I guess, in that world yeah. are good at what they do. They they don't lack any ability or anything like that. They all can contribute. But obviously, All Might represents something bigger, something stronger, something more idealistic. Yeah, which is the same thing as Captain America. So the question is, maybe they both tried and realized. Although I am good at what I do, I can be a great hero. I cannot be the idol that that people want. That people want. But which is funny enough, that's what um, if you're talking about like that, it's like what Spider Man was having an issue with. And Spider Man, he's like, I don't know how to. I can't be the next Iron Man. And people are like, You don't have to be the next Iron Man. You just need to be Spider Man, and just be the leader that you're gonna be. So maybe they take that role. I think if they play that role, I think he's gonna fall alongside with how Spider Man was trying to. Like remember, Iron Man and uh, trying to hold up to his ideals mm-hmm. or like the vision, like the, the the shadow that he has to that's over that's casted upon him. Mm-hmm. That thing is gonna fall in the same way. So I don't know if they're gonna use the same tactics or the, the same way. Is, I mean, even in the comic books, I believe Spider Man does take a very Iron Man ish role. Yeah, he does. He starts Parker Industries and exactly. That's yeah, what I'm so he does take the role. So yeah, but in the comic books, but I'm saying the struggle that how this one he was like reluctant at, at first. He was like, well, because okay, okay, there's a there, okay. This is my thing. I think there's a difference between Peter Parker wanting to play the exact copy of, of Tony Stark's, which he's not going to be able to do. Which I think that's what his struggle was. So he's going to be that role, but not that person. Yeah. And with the other one, the one that I was suggesting was, although they both uh, are great heroes, I don't think they feel like they can play that role. Whoa. So, you know what I'm saying? So, like, yeah. it's not that they want to play both be Captain America exactly. They're adults. They, I think they're more likely they know they're going to be themselves. I think it's more of a they don't maybe they don't feel like they can fill the role. Yeah. And that's why I make the suggestion to be great if the show ended with somebody you somebody you. You don't know coming exactly come in some new character that actually might emulate the role better than the, both of them 
and actually, because think about it, they're gonna be that whole, you know, was it uh, uh, Edward Jacob? Oh yeah. <laughs> Let's just go ahead and get somebody brand new into the whole mix. Yeah. So I don't. Know. It's it's just an interesting the uh, way to go with it. Yeah. So another thing I'm gonna touch uh, late uh, touch light on one touch lightly on was uh, they had the panel of Eternals come up. So they just showed up and they talked a little bit about. I feel like it's still vague though, considering yeah, it's so, been talked about for so long. Yeah, so so like hidden or like not really spoken of what the storyline is. I think they confirmed some storyline, but not enough to to entice me to look further into it. So, but I know they they talked to like how they say young Thanos in there or. So, but here's the thing that I'm. I mean, one, I'm not too familiar with the Eternals like that, so I feel like it's not going to be. They really can't spoil it. You know, they, they really yeah. can't ruin it because honestly, I don't have anything and expectations. However, it's just weird how why they're secretive because this is a prequel. Yeah. This is like 10,000 years before. So yeah, thousand so years there's before. There's no spoiler to any other movie. So I was like, man, maybe they're waiting for other movies to drop, you know, whatever, so that it doesn't spoil this movie. But, but no. no, but he, it could spoil it in the sense of like. If they do show Thanos, so you know where his arc goes. You know what I mean? Then it goes into a fitness talk. But what happened if they show another character? They're like, oh, I'm going to go to this earth or this place. And you see him who he's going to interact with. He's like, oh, now we know he's going to go on to something beyond phase five or into phase four. You understand? I think you think they're just maybe afraid of the rebuttal. That too, because they really, it doesn't call fault consistency to what you've shown us before. Or just might not follow maybe comics in general. Yeah. Like maybe they're just trying to figure out how to bring it to the screen and maybe they have an idea of it and they just, <laughs> they're trying to like prep people for the backlash. I know. They're ready for all these people. You okay. think so? As maybe they, they start dropping little things so people can start anticipating it so that when they drop it, they're like, oh, well, that's what I was expecting as opposed to just dropping it now and maybe people are just like, that's not what I was expecting. Not, I don't, no, not at all. <laughs> but one of the biggest things that mm-hmm. uh, I showed you and Ricky that yeah. was, I think, my highlight of the uh, of uh, CCXP, which is not our trailer. It's just a tease that they did. And that was uh, Godzilla versus Kong when they just teased like Kong about to so, okay. punch the crap out of I Godzilla. I know Ricky's a huge uh, Godzilla fan, right? Yeah. But, and I think maybe I asked this question. Maybe I just didn't resonate the answer. Like it didn't didn't stick with me. Kong is, Kong is not that big, not as big as Godzilla. So how is that going to work? So I mean, so like he literally probably like a quarter the size. I think. So what happened was that um, in the movie Kong, mm-hmm. the last one, uh, he at the end of it they just say that he was just a very young teenager. So he he was like early puberty. Okay. So he hasn't fully matured and grown to that height that he was gonna he's gonna be at. So ideally, I feel like he's gonna be a lot bigger. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he's gonna be from the from the video from the teaser. It looks like he's almost like a little bit shorter than shorter. I could understand short, a little bit. It looks like he's a little bit shorter mm-hmm. than Godzilla because of the way his arm is coming around. Yeah. So he's always doing like an overhand right. So, boxing's in it. So he's oh, taking, yeah, he's, doing, yeah, he, he's doing overhand right. So from that angle, he, I could kind of tell that he's a little bit shorter than him, but not enough to be like a third of his height. 
Maybe um, maybe up to his neckline. I think I feel. As I mean, maybe I'm getting all these measurements incorrect. Because I mean, obviously, he was a large creature in the first in, yeah. the, in the movie, but it just felt like perspective wise was like. You yeah, know, because it's you know little you little know how, I, how they I line can, up. I can see why, because the reason I think is mm-hmm. that when we fought, when we think of uh, King Kong, we think of him at the type of on the top of a Empire State Building, mm-hmm. like beating his chest, and he's like, "Wait, Godzilla!" Like it's like the height of uh, a building of a building, and Kong is just at the just able to carry well, it. And that's what I'm saying. Top. Okay, so like for example, but like, the, for that perspective, yeah, the the, the he height. was able to hold a human in his hand. Yeah, Kong wouldn't be able to do that. Like it would have literally be his two fingers, like being able to. I mean, do that. Godzilla. Godzilla. Godzilla would like literally have to pick it up, like. Like, not even like open palm. Flea. No, I'm saying, but like because that's what I said. God, uh, King Kong had the ability a purse in his hand, close, and I think she was maybe half the size of his hand. I forget something like that. But still, in his hand, he's able to interact with it. But like basically, it's the size of a small mouse compared to a size of a ant. Yeah. But so that's why that's why I'm going with that measurement. So I mean, maybe you're right. Me- I think that because a lot of people were saying, I think a lot of people were saying that the perspective of height would have been so different mm-hmm. if you went on with the classic Kong with versus like the classic Godzilla, because mm-hmm. then that height would be different. But now this one is taking the perspective that he's like maybe as big as a building. Yeah, he doesn't have to carry. He's he walking through the city, and some of the buildings are under him. Yeah, so let's see how that goes. But that's uh, those are those are the most uh, ones. That teasers. Oh, they did uh, Birds of Prey. They so did. Did, this, did they drop a new trailer or just another picture? Uh, pictures, and they confirmed that Jared Leto is going to be in it as the Joker. He's going to have a few scenes in it. They've confirmed Break that. Breakup scene, I'm guessing. Breakup scene, probably. Maybe he comes in and uh, reconciles with her and mm-hmm. goes. She gets back with him because that's that's a go that's a toxic relationship that goes back and forth. <laughs> but yeah, so they did confirm from the trailers, from the teasers, or the uh, some photo sets that he is going to be in the movie. I just hope the movie is not like the trailer because I think the trailer is way too heavy handed with Harley Quinn, which I'm sure she's a star to a certain degree. But the whole interest would be that it's a team. But do so, you, did you see the title of the movie? I don't care. What is the title of the movie? Birds of Prey. No. Well, not that only. What? It's Birds of Prey and the Emancipation of Harley Quinn. Yeah, that's, that's a, a full, story. No, that's a full title. I'm just saying that's the story of the Birds of Prey for this one. That's a story structure. It's yeah. like, I mean, I don't. there's a lot of movies that have a story structure. That doesn't mean that that's the only thing they show. Obviously, there's a lot of story amongst other people. Yeah. I just hope it's, I hope it's a good movie overall. No, of course. You, I want it to be good. she's literally just in every scene... I don't, know. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, there's nothing wrong with it. I love her as a character. It's just when you just sat, like, just you just start to throw out what you think sells best the entire time. It just, it's heavy handed and it kills it for me. Yeah. That's true. All right, guys. Let's, we're going to take a quick break and we'll come back with Nick Lost. Nick, Nick I'm lost. Nick, Nicky, uh, Nicky Lost. Nicky Lost uh, Corner. Where am I? That's movie me. Corner Review. All right, guys. <laughs> Be right back. Welcome back. Let's get to Nick's I'm Lost. Well, it's not really the corner movie review this week. 
No. So that's well, it's the, trailer review this it's week. It's trailer review. Just to talk about it. There was so, not really a movie that released this week that was there was a few movies that did release. No, but uh, there's a few movies. But okay. it's not where nothing that intrigued me to go watch it. Not even a little bit. Not even like I was debating. If I if I would have gone, I would have watched most movies, honestly. Yeah, because we're we're on the fence on two movies. Well, I do want to watch Jojo the Rabbit, which I found out is playing at Pleasure Island, which I didn't get a chance to watch it because the times are a little weird now. Um, yeah, because at the end of its run, so we we're, we're gonna watch it. We Disney. I just like watching movies. I like watching movies. I hate the Disney AMC theater. I get that, but it's still it's, I know you I, get it. And it's I, more of a prime movie theater, anyways. But anyways. Um, we still haven't seen Twenty One Bridges. That's the one we're on the fence on. And then we still haven't seen Ford and Ferrari. That one I really want to see. But the the funny thing with Twenty One and Bridges, uh, Twenty One Bridges, is that we know the story already, mm-hmm. and we were like, "All right, we it's either like we have a few plans to do, or go to the movies. Like, oh, let's just do a few plans. Like, we literally have to run out of all plan to go see that movie. That's the type of movie how it appeals to us, I guess, or to me though. I don't know. I just does you that, can show me a crime drama, but show me something interesting about it. Like, I just felt, oh, cool. Two criminal guys that are trying to find, they close on the city to find them. But I feel like there's more corruption inside of it. Than the, I get the corruption, which, which again, the twin movie thing that we were talking we'll, about we'll earlier. Com- we're coming up with it. No, because I, I just, like, again, what's the other movie that came out at the same time, which was the one about um, the cop with Black the, and Blue. Black and Blue, yeah. Yeah. I, I just... Anyways, continue. Uh, so, um, yeah, we didn't get to a chance to watch anything this week. Uh, actually, I might. Uh, please, you know, take a listen. Uh, today we're we're, we're like we're ready on Monday. Um, I might have an early an early comments, not not full review, but early comments on uh, Jumanji as I go through screenings every so often. Um. So, anyways, the the trailers. I all I got was trailers this week, but there's a lot of trailers. That it was we got heavy, and you know who called it, Ricky. He did, and he I was, was like, he, I was wondering where he got the like. He I, was like, you know, bro. He was confident with it. R- trailers are gonna drop heavy next week. I was like, you sure? He was like, heavy. Be prepared. I was like, okay. Yo, he said that that night. Dropped like two trailers. What was it? The uh, first one was the one that got was Black Widow. Yep. Which I loved, um, and I loved it. Um, this guy was my selling point. What's his name? The guy from the Stranger Things. I want to say Stranger Things because I don't want to refer to him as as Hellboy because <sighs> I feel bad. He was a good actor. I like him, but that that was not a good movie. No, such a waste of good actors in it. Yeah, no, it was. They 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 had the characters in place, but the stories was like uh, which is Dave, a, David Harbor. David I mean Harbor. Yeah, David Harbor. So yeah, it was. Uh, I'm glad that he was able to get into this role, especially because. He worked out a lot for Hellboy, so it's still able to use his size. Yeah, for he, this looked, he looked way bigger than I thought he would. But this one, he makes it mo- looks more like a retired version of himself. Yeah, <laughs> he reminds but, me of Opie from uh, uh, Sons of Anarchy really? with the beard. Oh, the beard. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that trailer looks amazing. I'm curious what the story structure is because I think it might be. I I know it's the what happened between. Endgame, Endgame movies was it? It was pre Endgame, pre the first Endgame or pre the second? Sorry, no, pre Avengers, pre the uh, first Endgame. Yeah, this is a five year d- gap that everything was happening. Yeah, but I think that because I think it's before Endgame, before that because I know they're gonna go into you know how like her and um 
Nighthawk keep joking no, about Budapest. They keep on saying that but they were they, the big, they, big in, they, they reference Budapest in Avengers. Well, apparently they reference Budapest in almost all the movies. Yeah, yeah, but the first the first time they referenced it was in Avengers. Uh huh. So they had to do it had to be pre Avengers. I think this is gonna be kind of like a prequel that leads into the story of what happened in Budapest. Yeah. And then ends where where I think she ends up teaming up with uh Yeah, why she left her, her home country to be part of Shield. Yeah. I think that was in the lead Which, into that that's a more interesting story. I don't know why they were saying it's gonna be Because she was the espionage Hitman. Well, she was well trained. Actually, the other part that I found interesting was the the girl actress who I'm noticing is coming out with a lot of movies. Um, she was in that Midsummer. Uh, Midsummer. Yeah, it was Midsummer. It's not Midsummer. It's Midsummer. I don't know. Midsummer. Either way, like Uh it's not Midsummer though. Yeah, it's Midsummer. Midsummer. It's pronounced Midsummer. Really gonna? Yeah, no, I'm I'm gonna drop the Google on you. Drop the Google. It doesn't say mid. It doesn't say midsummer, but it's called pronounced midsummer. Oh, no, that's how they pronounce it. I feel like now I'm pretentious. Whatever. Either way, it's Mids, midsummer. Because I've heard people pronounce it that way, and I heard people say midsummer. Either way. Either way. Um. No, I liked her as an actress. I found her an interesting character, which I'm noticing she's starting to be all over Hollywood right now. Which what is her name? You got it. Florence Pog. Is that what it is? Yeah. Yeah. But I think she plays. Uh, she was in Midsummer. <laughs> I think she plays this girl's sister. Yeah, Black Widow's sister, that also received the same training. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's gonna be interesting. Um, I'm not too familiar with Black Widow as full history, so can't wait to learn more about her in this way. So there's so that was one one big one. Oh, but they they have uh, Robert Downey Jr. casted in the movie. He's probably a young version of himself, maybe. Yeah, but that would lead into like how you said into her first her first uh, assignment was as his assistant. Remember? Yeah, I remember that one. Uh, I re- she was the happiest training partner. <laughs> when she flipped him, I go yeah. That. Um, but remember the first time she showed up wasn't as her, his assistant. It was as uh, um, not an assistant. She was assisting Shield. She was assisting um. Why am I blanking on his name? Nick Fury. Yeah, no, that's no, but I'm seeing that her first assignment was undercover to to Tony Stark. Because remember, he was like, "I didn't know that." Like <laughs> when he she found when she found out that she knew all these things. Yeah. So yeah, um, so the trailer looks amazing. So that's a big one that we had. The one that caught me really by surprise after that was Free Guy. Oh, the <laughs> Ryan Reynolds. Man, that was so, like I'm watching this. I'm like, what is this going on? Like, I didn't realize it was a video game themed movie until he put the glasses on. Oh yeah. I'm just like I'm thinking it's just a weird world where people are just cool with violence all the time. Yeah, I know. I, that's what I thought at the beginning. I was like, wow, they're just letting anything happen. Yeah, they're just cool with it. And then he puts the glasses on. Then I see all the the gaming references, which is awesome. So basically, the whole idea, if you haven't seen the trailer, is a, I, I, what do you call those characters? Those little N- NPCs. NPCs. Yeah, non NPC. non-player char- characters. So like a non-playable or non-player characters. So non-player characters, NPCs g- gain sentient. Yeah, <laughs> that's what. Yeah, that's what it is. But man, out of all people, Ryan Reynolds doing it is freaking awesome. I, I love the trailer. I can't wait to see more of the story because, I mean, I, it sounds like a good premise. But the question is, where does it go? Yeah. So I can't wait to see where they think of it. it goes. Yeah, because if it's a video. 
and that and and sorry for cutting you off, but yeah, uh, yeah, because I was like, it's a video game, and then at the end he was like, oh, this world is going crazy. I'm like, like it's a video game now. It's it's like it has to closely reflect uh, reflect to real life something affecting real life for them, mm-hmm. for the for the actual players that are inputting into the game. So, I feel like it's uh, hopefully it's gonna be like uh, the anime um, uh, Sword Art Online. What is that? So it's a it's a anime. It's, so these kids, up like a hundred thousand kids, they plug into they have a headset and they plug into a game, virtual game, mm-hmm. and the creator of the game. They were, he was like, oh, well, now you guys are locked in. So if you die here, you die in real life. And if somebody in your life unplugs you in real life, you die both ways. So your goal, of, the goal of the, the game or the enemy was to get to the end and win. So if you win, you live. Damn. And so you get to wake like up. Battle Royale. Yeah, no, because throughout the season, all right, throughout the season, real quick, throughout the, 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 the show, People started getting guilds, and they people started just living their life as normal in the, in the game. game. Okay. Like they'll go fishing, they have relationships, they'll they'll get guilds to get to another boss battle to get certain armor to get. So they they become like a society in the game, but the the ultimate focus was trying to get out. So I feel like that'll be awesome. Like we're like we're they have the guy the girl I guess tells them like we're stuck here. And the only way to get out is to beat the big boss, the, the big bad. But doesn't it get out where? No, they get to live. No, I, or, I mean that means they get to be unplugged if they defeat the. I the said, but they game. don't have physical bodies is in the game. Yeah, in, yeah. In their life. It's a, yeah. I mean, actually, well, I, I mean, don't know where they go. They have physical. They have physical bodies. You're talking about the the enemy. I'm talking about the the. Yeah, I'm saying that's what I'm saying. If they if they use their physical bodies to tap into this virtual world. And they can't go back to the physical physical bodies unless they defeat the big bad. Imagine this like Tron that they basically get out of the game and actually were referenced as real people. They yeah, just forgot who they were. That'd be interesting. That'd be weird. <laughs> I don't no, know. There's a lot of ways to go with it, but I, I feel like it's gonna be a very light movie, so it might not be too heavy. Heavy on the storyline. They might just survive the game, and that's it. And that's it. Yeah, they have to have something there to give it that twist to give him some. Something because he was like, oh, I'm just gonna be here forever. Yeah, but maybe he wins the game and nobody else, nobody else gets to play. He just lives that world and the whole time. Out. Yeah, maybe he's able to kick everybody out. <laughs> yeah, and just stay there, have a normal life. He becomes a he becomes a Neo and kills all the, <laughs> the players that come in. So, all right, so that's Free Guy. Free Guy, I think, is gonna be awesome, especially for for nerd culture in general. Because I, I always, I always appreciate movies that go through. Because think about it now, not only is it. They're making movies for our comic interest, our Star Wars, the references, and comic book movies, but now actual gaming movies. Yeah. Like, the one I'm waiting for is going to be a sports movie, like a sports, like, hero type movie, mm-hmm. based on gamers. They haven't done that one yet. A sports movie? So, you know what a sports movie is? A sports movie, like, like remember the Titans or, or, or you They're know, Mighty Ducks? With what? They're coming out with yeah, really? What do you mean? Like, it, well, what what game though? It, like what kind? What kind of gamer? Uh, fighting game. So so it's all right. So I'll tell you. I'm trying. I don't remember the name, but I know it was in production, mm-hmm. and they had a Kickstarter for it. And I think I I paid to to help out or something. You so, know, I just realized. Sorry, go ahead. I'm sorry. So the game. It's about the stories about. I guess is he is an athlete. I don't know if it was like football, baseball, 
or something, a competitive sport. Okay. And he gets injured. And it has to be real competitive because I think he gets injured and he ends up in a wheelchair. Mm-hmm. And then he ends up, a friend helps, he's like, oh, let's play some video games just to like have the time pass by. And then he gets into fighting games like Street Fighter. And then he becomes competitive in it. So so then that leads into like Evo or like other like high end competitive gaming. And I know because the only reason I know of it is because uh, one of the top players, which I like, is Justin Wong. He's in the movie. Oh, really? And a lot of other players. I don't know who else is in the movie that has the cameos. Mm-hmm. So it's about like overcoming odds and just finding a new passion. Finding your your new sport. I your guess. new sport. So he's he's uh, someone who was in the sport got injured. Uh, Which actually, I would see that as a story. Yeah. So that's your sports. Your that's sports what I'm saying. I, I, I was just waiting. I was waiting for that because that really hasn't been a sports movie. Like I'm talking about sports genre style movie. You know, based in gaming that I, I that I could think of. Maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, but as far as I know, that's the only one that I know of. I'm ready for it. Um, all right, so then we, that was Free Guy. All right, so let's talk about James Bond. Now, we had the one thing I watched this trailer that I found interesting. So there was always rumors that they were going to replace James Bond, that the new James Bond was going to be, I don't know where I heard this from. I could be making it out of, my, out of nowhere. The new James Bond was going to be a woman. Or yeah. I think that was the idea. But watching this trailer, it makes me think that there is some validity to that claim, but not that she would be the new James Bond, but she would be the new double O reference in the movies. It's kind of like a spinoff. Yeah. Because there is a character in the movie that does claim she's a double O. She used to be a double O. No, no, that she is a double O. Oh, that she is? Because yeah. then she goes, oh, when, were you, when was the last time you were a double O? She no, said no, five she, years ago. No, he goes, she goes, I'm a double O. How long have you been a double O? I've been oh, a double okay. for two years. So I misheard that. Yeah. But it's uh so that might be so you know what it falls under it's almost like the uh, the uh, Charlie's Angel uh, Bosley thing it's like it's just a rank that's what I'm saying yeah well, and I like that they're using that as a reference and that always has to be the same character but a ranking well the thing is James Bond always always been the same well James Bond yeah but uh, the double O was referenced in Goldeneye. I believe, if you remember, the villain of that one was a double O. Oh, yes. And oh, he, yeah. He was a double O. So it was double O seven. This is double O six in Goldeneye. So this one is another double O. Basically, they have that. that, that that's a rank. Yeah. So, but I don't think they the thing is, I think they're going to give her own movie. I just don't think it's going to be called, obviously, James Bond. Bond. It'll be double O seven something. Or it'll double, be du- double It'll be double O, whatever number she is. Yeah. Okay. So that I and I think that's a good direction if you want to take it without having to really just completely change the the you gender swap of the character. Yeah, do you think if it's high, highly successful that they'll do other double O's different for different view like avenues or views from different story structures? I or, think they could I think they could and eventually go back to to so back to those seven. It's kind of like the Wu Tang, yeah. Like basically the whole Wu Tang album. You think like 007, and then it like then you had like the little spinoffs, like you know the, the uh, Rayquan, Man. yeah, Method Man, all these different things, and then they go back to back to the original. Because right now, I don't think anybody that I would want to see play 007. So I think I'm open to other 00s take over for a while. Um, just because we've seen the same character in multiple situations, multiple scenarios, so maybe that's just the culture of what they come from. Yeah, no. So they'll just go out to do adventure out to all of them, and then come back to the central double seven if yeah. they have to. 
Yeah. Which I think I think people are more would be more willing to accept that as opposed to just completely changing the character as we know. Completely, him. yeah, and then leaving it out there. Yeah. So I'm ready for it. Um and I like the fact that they brought um so what's his name? Um Walt, uh the guy from uh the the, the villain from the previous one. Um you said that you he's one of your favorite character actors. Uh Malik? No, 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 no. The Oh, the guy that was playing in um From Jingo Unchained. Jingo Unchained. Yeah. I forgot um, his name. You can look him up. It's something Walt. Um he plays a great villain. Honestly, I was a little disappointed in the vil- the villain he played in um in the, the other James Bond movie. I don't know why. I just I wanted him to be some I wanted more from him. It's not that he did a bad job, I just wanted more from him. Um but he was a he's a great villain in almost any movie he plays. Oh, Christopher Waltz. Christopher Walt, yeah. Yeah, he's such a good actor. He is, and I don't know why I like him as a villain. But Yeah, I like him more as a villain than like in a hero than a hero. But I am excited about the villain from this one because um it's the um, the guy was it Robbie what's his name? Oh, I forget his name. Basically he's the guy from uh Mr. Robot. Yeah. And he was the one uh Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah. Um and, I, and he's going to be the villain in this one, which I don't know why I really am excited about. I feel like he can play a really good villain. Right, uh, Rami Malik. Yeah, Rami Malik. Um, he's so, so diverse in his movies, though. He could play... Like, I could see... He was in that, the game that we liked, too. Yeah, um, Till Dawn. Till Dawn. No, he, Til he Dawn. has a very unique... Um, look and... like Look a, and feel, and he can actually play very excited, very down, very monotone, obviously, from Dr. Yeah. So... I think because he has that mixture of uh, of that variety of yeah the, the ability of emotions he could take out get out yeah I think he'll play the character well um, so I can't wait to see his version of the villain and obviously my favorite uh, the female character from Knives Out I just think she's absolutely gorgeous which it's kind of weird if you watch Knives Out and then you watch the trailer for James Bond because obviously that's the same oh another Maris uh, Daniel Craig looks completely different. <laughs> knives out like night and day compared to this movie oh so, and they were both in the same movie yeah that's what i mean they were both in the same movie and then uh just just uh different like he's looks like a completely different person so that's james bond then we got um let's say okay so real quick mulan dropped their first full trailer full trailer yeah the so cheese. what did you think about it i liked it um I enjoyed it. It's, it. It hits you in the feels, hard. Yeah. Good, like, because uh, you already know. Because we talked about it, like we know the story, but we don't know in how what angle they're taking the story from. Yeah. But I, I do like guess the overall structure is mm-hmm. going to be the same. Um, yes, yeah, so I'm like I think when you hear the songs in the background, like how they did it, it was like the instrumentals. Yeah. I was like singing along to it, and, like I knew what part of the words were hitting, <laughs> so I sang along. Uh, but one thing that I did like, and I think some the idea that I did like that some few pe- a few people didn't was with that didn't show Mushu, which is a dragon. Yeah, they didn't show them. Didn't show in the trailer. People were like, "Oh, why didn't you show Mushu?" Okay, I will but, not lie. I am not too versed in the original movie. Okay, and I, I honestly do not even remember watching the original movie. So, what is Mushu's part in it? It's I think it's like a spiritual guide. But see, then that that might change your. Here's the motivation, thing. though. No, no, but it was like at the, I think he would. That's what it was. It was like a spiritual guide or just a guidance or a, an assistant or something. Mm-hmm. It's been so long. That's how far. I rem- that's what I remember of it. But what what kind of a little bit confirmed it for me was in the trailer. 
they had like this witch that she was fighting, and then it turns into like I think a hawk or yes. an owl and flies away. So I'm like, oh, right, so there is magic existing yeah. in this world. So well, Mushu, the, the, yeah. Mushu has to be in there somewhere. I hope, or not has to be. I hope he is in there. Well, remember one thing from the trailer: they reference, they don't reference a dragon. No, they reference a phoenix. A phoenix. So if she's gonna Mushu, get guide from a spiritual creature, it'll be a phoenix. Then it'll uh, be a phoenix. So I don't know if it'll be Mushu. Maybe, maybe they just split the character Mushu amongst maybe somebody she meets in her camp, and you know, little advice she gets from different places, and maybe one uh, psychedelic dream. Yeah. So I don't know. We'll see how they reference it, but there obviously is fantasy in this one. Yeah, there is. So. Which that's why I was like confused. I didn't know they were gonna be fantasy. I know. At first, people is going to be like real life. Very grounded. Yeah. Very grounded. But now that they did fantasy, I'm like, I like it a little bit more. Yeah. But I like the fantasy is based more in, in let's say, like movies like uh, um, Hero or uh, what is the one with the sword? Um, Project Tiger, Hidden Dragon? Yeah. that. So, like, it's based in those type of movies as far as their fantasy in those. Yeah. So, I can't wait. I'm interested in that. Mystical. Mermethical. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> I mean, we have a long list. Okay, so then, <laughs> so the next, the next one, one is Wonder Woman, eighty four eighties. I like the way it looked, the aesthetic look of everything, but I'm still confused in the story. I'm still not sold. I I'm, like I'm aesthetically. Not, I mean, I'm gonna watch it. it. I'm oh, and I'm gonna watch it just just but to it's see. But it's a story I don't understand, and that's part. And that's fine if I don't because I, I like to watch movies and learn it there. But like the villain. It did not really establish his motivation specifically or what he actually does. Yeah. To 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 garner her coming at him. And the other part was that and I know she was listed as a villain in, before, which is Kristen Wig. Yeah. But there's nothing in there to indicate that she is a villain or she turns into a villain or She looks more like a fangirl. To a certain degree, she looks like a reporter that's that's taking her. Yeah. But what I'm curious about is I think if she the, the character she plays i forgot i know she's like some genetic experiment like more like half cat or something like that yeah but she has genuine hatred i think for diana yeah so maybe this movie might not show her into that person Mm -hmm. but at least establish her motivation for the next movie i don't know but i like the fact that i saw kristen wick yeah because i remember you said i forgot that she was in the movie i'm like yeah she was oh she is (laughs) But yeah, aesthetically pleasing. I don't like all like uh, one of our friends said. I don't. I don't like it either. All the slow, uh, all the slow mo action scenes that they did. I'm like, all right, one. Yeah, they did like three times. I think the trailer and, had, but it was was it three times or one scene three times? Like there were no two different scenes that they did. Or the bullet three, thing. The bullet thing. They did a gun thing. They did the whip twice. Yeah. yeah. So it's probably like two fight scenes. But they cut it up four times, so it felt like at different angles. So I'm like, oh, just, just go with fast action for this one, please. Just a little bit, just a little <laughs> bit. Do they show her fast action? I'm trying to wonder. I don't think that she does. She's like, because I mean, it kind of feels like when you're watching the Flash, because obviously if the Flash is moving at the speed that he's supposed to. Everything is like that. Yeah, but not that fast. But you mean like realistic speed, like action. <laughs> I don't know. I you just, want an actual fight? I just want a better villain than the last movie. There's nothing wrong with the last movie. I liked the last movie, but that's where it dropped the ball for me. Was the villain? 
the the last fight scene. Oh yeah, so it's like, yeah, it's, it was, <laughs> and it's, they just use the same dude's face. Yeah, like he looks so weird. Dude, oh my god, yeah, in that role, like I'm like that that threw me out of it. Like, you want to say that he was hidden and looked human in this way? That's one thing, but to keep that same face. When he becomes like, what was the? I forgot his uh, god of of war. Um, I don't. Why am I blanking on names today? Like, see, I'm lost. I'm lost. You're lost. Nick lost. Nick. That's what you. Yeah, but anyways, that when he played when he played that god, I'm just like, why keep that face? It just seems so off. I'm trying to see what was his name? Who was it again? I forgot. This is the older gentleman. In that one. Older no, than that one. one. Nope, oh, older than so, that one. yeah. So let's just go to. <laughs> I don't know why they did it, but I'm just that's what I'm saying. I just hope the climax of the fight scene is a lot more. Yeah, is a lot better. I completely agree with you. On that one. <laughs> yes. All right. So what else we got? All right. So we have last but not least. This one actually got me really excited, just because I you didn't even know it was coming. I didn't know it was coming. I always saw like little you know things that they were talking about, but it seemed weird. Okay, so what I'm talking about is Ghostbusters. Now, if you haven't seen the trailer, Ghostbusters Afterlife, yes. So if you haven't seen the trailers, the posters confuse me because it did show the the the, the Ecto. Uh, I forgot the name of the Ecto one. Ecto one, but in more of a rustic environment, right? Yeah. But I didn't really think too much of it. I'm like, okay, you know, maybe they're making a darker version of Ghostbusters. But now that I watched the trailer, I loved it because. Yeah. I was afraid they were just going to do it. The, the problem is with most movies, especially when you're making a sequel, is that they just want to make the same first movie again, right? This didn't try to do that. This basically just tried to do, if that first, those movies existed, and this is what, 20, 30 years later, what would the world be like? Yeah. Right? So, if you watch the trailer, it's the easiest way to describe it, and Tony said he agrees with me, it's like Stranger Things meets Ghostbusters. Yeah. And and a lot of people are having trouble problems with that. Are you serious? Why? Yeah, they were like, they're just take they're taking the very uh, fan service elements that Stranger Things does regarding eighties things pop culture. Like what? Like the toys, like the music, the arcade. You know how like in Stranger Things, yes, it's set in the eighties, mm-hmm. and you know how they they have all those eighties elements. Yeah. So this one, people were like, oh, they're just like pushing whatever they would have done in. Stranger Things into Ghostbusters, but just more modern take of it. Yeah. So I guess is the referencing what they're gonna try to do. Well, that's okay. So that's you, what that's what I read. No, 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 no. I get, it. I get that, and I and, and I, I can, and I want that. It's a very simplistic way I can see that, but then I started really thinking about the premise, right? And this is why I like this one so much. If you created, because also that's what happened is they created a ghost prison. Right, a ghost yeah. prison, right? And they knew that it's dangerous because eventually, like, it, it, they're still there, they still exist in it, but eventually it might break down. So, what does he do? He moves it to the middle of nowhere in a farm or a little town. That's what you. That's what I can see somebody doing. Yeah, because they don't want to keep it in a very high popul- exact, populated area. High populated area. They wanted to keep it somewhere very remote, very out of the way, and somewhere where maybe they can help, they can contain it. Mm-hmm. So that makes sense in that way, and although, like, I mean, 
I just feel like that's a typical thing. Like, okay, so he passed away. He never told anybody about it. Which, that's a great role to why he's not in the... Exactly, why he passed away and why he himself... Isn't in the movie. Which is, is the truth. The, the original guy, I think, uh, did pass away. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, he did. Yeah. So, and then I... um And the fact that nobody's really seen... Like, Ghost is not even in part of this world because they eliminated it. Yeah. So, they were so successful in what they did. They pretty much stopped all ghosts or something like that. And you know the, the director of... This one is the son of the original director of the original Ghost. Are you serious? Yep. I'm just. I like it. I mean, I get that people might see it as I'm referencing a Stranger Things means Ghostbusters, but I like this premise. I like the idea that you can take the original idea and make something new, not make what they original made. Like, I think that's the laziest did, way how, to make they, a sequel. How they did the the female version of it? Wait a minute. The nah, female that Ghostbusters kind of like a. That's all it was. was just a female version of it. Like, there really but, wasn't anything. Maybe the, the, the devices and some of the, the jokes or something like that was yeah. a little different, maybe new. But for the most part, it was literally that. They just made a female version of that one. And they tried so to like, reference. And they used a lot of references to it. But this one basically took the spirit of the first one and made something new. I think and, that's the way sequel, especially going to take a long time to make a sequel, which I believe that's what they did or they tried to do with Terminator. Where they took the spirit of the original and made something new from yeah, it. Yeah. And I think so, that's the way you should make sequels. So what one thing that's funny that um in the trailer if you watch it a few times, mm. Paul Rudd's character. Yeah. He goes, There hasn't been a uh alien sighting or incident. There hasn't been a ghost, yeah. A ghost in oh sorry, not sorry, alien ghost, a ghost incident or sighting in the past thirty years. Yeah. So that means that anything that happened in the female version never existed, so it completely writes it of out. Of course it does. That's, no, 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 I got it. That's why I was, that's why I love him. Like, so that other one didn't mean anything. I think well, they wrote it in like that. So well, like, if you think about the, the thing is, is that the, the female one, if you really think about it, if you think about it, they, they, in their version, they essentially say that the original Ghostbusters didn't exist either because, how about this? If you pay attention to the story, right? They created the ghosts in a sense, like, the ghosts always existed in the, in the shadows and nobody ever saw them. But they created a device to bring them to life. To bring them to life. Yeah. And I say them because even the crazy guy who made the device to bring them to life used their model. So essentially, yeah. they brought ghosts into this world and they're the ones trying to contain it. So that's what I'm saying. They That has nothing to do with this one because they, they, would, they would have retconned the original anyways. Oh, yeah. But I, I know this. I watch this stuff. <laughs> so, yeah, no, but I'm good. I'm super excited about this one. So I have a lot of hope for it. And it was well done. It looked like it was well helmed. The, the the visuals, the the characters, the way the backstory. I'm excited for it. Yeah, this is one of the movies for next year that is not comic book related. Mm-hmm. Originally, well, it's comic book related because it it does some it did provide a comic book from it. Mm-hmm. But then I use I don't think they're using the source material, but. It's one of the like, non-comic book movies I'm looking forward to next year. <laughs> I'm excited as well. Um, all right, yeah. that was it. That's all. That's, that's what we got. All right, guys, we're gonna take a quick break and we're gonna talk about some events we went to this weekend and some coming up also. All right, guys, be right back. All right, guys, welcome back. So, Nick, let's talk about some things we did this weekend. Oh, well, one thing I did that mm-hmm. you didn't, weren't able to go to was uh, CEO Monthly at uh, Ready Game Begin. 
is in Alpha Universal by 528. Is that the name of the location? That was the name. That's the name of the the, the business or the company. Oh, this look, yeah, location. The location, yeah, the venue. Yeah, it's RGB. Ready, game, begin. Okay. Wow. So it's a esports lounge hub spot. If you want to call it like that, you said health spa, hub, hub, hub spot. Oh, HUB, okay. hub spot, <laughs> health spot. That's health, spot. health spot. I'm like, wow. No hub spot. Massage so, hands. I know, right? <laughs> they, yes, if somebody's a massage therapist, they could probably get some money on competitive locations like that. Deal some deal with some carpal. carpal yeah, tunnel. I know. Well, there is a uh, going off script a little bit. There's a chiropractor mm-hmm. that is at a Orlando Game Space, which I'm going to talk about in a little bit. Mm-hmm. That he is a chiropractor for gamers or like developers, Game, developers, and gamers, g- gamers, game developers. Anybody who spends a lot of time. Anybody in the gaming industry. It could be from a player to mm. competitive gamer to a producer to a developer. Because mm. he says people sit have bad sitting posture. Yeah. Either by playing a lot for long periods of time or computing or coding. Yeah. That like their back gets not aligned, disaligned, and he corrects them. So, back to that, which is funny they said that. So yes, it was a they had an all day event. So CEO Monthly is a monthly meetup, mm-hmm. and they're gonna. I think that's gonna be their new home spot mm-hmm. from now on for their monthlies at Ready Game Begin. They have a good setup, so they have a uh, PCs against the walls, and they have I think two I think two or three uh, uh, Wii's. Or uh, switches, I'm sorry. At the end, you can play Smash, and then they have a lot of consoles in the middle. Yeah. It's either Xbox, PlayStation, uh, Switch, and PC. But it's, I think it's like, it's reasonably priced, which is like 15 bucks for the day. Mm-hmm. So you can play as much as you want for the whole inside. They have VR also. Yeah. So you can pay 15 bucks and play it all day. So it's not, it's not really bad, I guess, in the price wise. Because I'm, th- I'm thinking it was, I thought it was going to be more. Yeah. But it was reasonably priced. I think I might go over there and check it out. So, do they rank players while they're there? Is like, are like as like a pre qualifier for CEO? No. So you just go in and and get your your stats and you compete. I think this it's money at the end. You know, it'd be crazy. Like if they did something because obviously, you know, I know I know a lot of people involved in obviously creating a CEO and stuff like that. But imagine if they had the, the ability or the means to fly around. So they go to every main, like, you know, just pick like seven major cities or whatever, right? There's mm-hmm. seven major cities around the country and you hold an event there. All, all you're doing at that event is almost like, think about, um, um so you think um, like American Idol, something like that, right? You go to those events, you have pre-qualifiers. Anybody can compete in the actual CEO event, right? But what they would do there is what they can win there is a basically like um like a free entry free entry and a high and, and a higher ranking going in so, yeah they do have that what do you mean they do have that they have a red red bull uh red bull also oh, they take that's what i'm saying they take so, other events that pre-qualify to ceo no 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 so what they do red bull conquest has its own okay um where you um if you win you get you get uh entry to their all the grand tournament so they go, yeah. So they do city to city, and then from there they'll take all the winners, and I think second place possibly. I'm mm-hmm. not sure how they works uh, fully. I know they take all the the winners and they put them into compete in the top eight by themselves. I, best out of five, I think, or best out of seven. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So then, also, who also does that was uh, Capcom. 
They have the Capcom World Cup Tour, which they accumulate points. Okay. So, because the only thing with that one, it, what I like about that one is that um, for Capcom is you don't have to be at the location to get points. So, they'll hold like online tournaments. So, you could just log in either PC or PS4 and play. And if you win, you get points. To, to and then they'll have like if you have to have me uh they have like a cutoff. I'm like whoever has higher than 250 points or like higher than 100 points are in the finals. So people either compete online because uh, there was a lot of people. I know there was a few people players that I saw that got in a few a year ago last year I think it was that they were no they were nowhere near close to a major city that they could go collect even more points. Mm-hmm. Cause I think it's a higher points. If you go to the city, cause it's, a, it's at location that they're sponsoring. Yeah. But, uh, you can, can compete online. So people that were competing online were racking up points because I'm like, I'm going to utilize that because I can't fly out to New York, Orlando, Texas, Vegas, mm-hmm. California. So some people in the Midwest or, even up north, that might not have the ability to go to a lo- major events to rack up a lot of points. That and then with with those is, um, like CEO. I think they have. I think CEO is they have a day or I think in CEO monthly you can rack up points if you win because they'll go like two or three points quotes into your Capcom Cup point system. So but you that- do get points, but it's not something that they're hosted by. That mm-hmm. is like hosted by Capcom itself. Like they're doing a whole event that's around that until it's the finals, which I think is coming up shortly. Cause I think the last time we talked about it on the podcast was beginning of the year that they had or towards the end now. No, that's, that's what I'm saying. I just, I find it interesting if they can go around like, cause I know I've been to see obviously the see events and they're, they have people from like all, all parts of the world, all parts of the country. So it'd be interesting if they went to those places or, hosted uh tournaments in those places and somehow kind of people went in there maybe maybe you just win your flight and your entry and everything yeah you know because you won over here or whatever but you anybody could literally still go straight to the event and compete yeah they could go but i think it's and that's why they have the point system mm-hmm. because you it's not like if you go right now you can enter yeah. they they'd be like we want the best out of the best yeah. to come and compete we're gonna do one major event yeah so it's going to be not an invitation or that they could invite you. There's some of them that hired rank player that missed it by like a few points and they couldn't even make, they didn't make it to the, to the finals. Yeah, that's, that's the beauty of it. Like, yeah. like, what was it? The guy who, even in, when you think about Fortnite, the guy who won wasn't, that I know wasn't a well-known player that I know. Of, yeah. But he won, was it $4 million? Yeah, that's right. So, so yeah. And that was based off a point system too. On their online, you have to be so many points in, and then they take the high, the the top fifty points, the top fifty rank points, and they go so in. And look at that, Ninja didn't even make it, and he's like supposedly no, but he is. That's what he's most well known. Yeah, well known, not the best, but he's most well, well known. Well, best doesn't best can be changing literally Every on day. a hourly basis. Yeah, so it's the more well known, most well known. Yeah, but yeah, so that's the event that I went to. Mm. Uh, the event that we went to. Was at Hourglass Brewery in yeah. Longwood was uh, Curiosities and Odysseys uh, art show. So this and it was a mixture of both because it was that one and a Tim Burton show at the same time. Yeah. So this was in Longwood, our uh, Hourglass Brewery, like I just mentioned. Yeah. 
And it's basically the most curated, either custom made or actual. Actual fossilized. Fossilized. Pieces. Yeah. Fossilized items. So basically the oddities are mostly in like, the realms of like skulls, skulls, uh, uh, like animal, animal carcasses of some sort. Like, you make it sound about carcasses. Well, it's, it's skeletons. Very, they had bat skeletons. They had an actual giraffe head that was in the battle. Yeah. That we, we saw that. So if you relax it like this, if you're into, let's say, like think about Adam's family. Oh, perfect very, thing. Yeah, very, you know, you like you're intrigued by by like there was one thing that really caught my attention, and I really would, like wanted to talk to the vendor about it, just because I don't know why I caught, I caught my attention. It was, it looked like I don't know if it was a, a copy of the original, but it's basically two infant skulls, uh, like that were f- like a, a, of a Siamese twin, I guess. Yeah, conjoined twins. Conjoined twins. So it was like literally one solid skull of two. Heads. Yeah, exactly. So I, I found that so intriguing. And that's the thing. There's some things that, you know, people find intriguing. Some things people find creepy. Yeah. But to each your own. Which well, I found. I feel like I found my people there. You found your people there? Yeah. yeah. It, was, it was very, like, different. It's just, I don't know. I find beauty in what most people don't. Yeah. And that's one thing about that. And I like that because everything was either super dark and mysterious and very unworldly. You could say okay. Um, sure, sure, <laughs> sure. Uh, yeah, they had like tarot card readers. Yeah. They had a lot of different things. I was think I would think it's like if it's perfect example like Tim Burton. Like if Tim Burton had a, his own art show or not his own store, these are the things that it would be in the store. Like, uh, like uh, a bat, baby bat on a mantle, or a bat. Well, was it the violin? A broken violin with bat wings. And like a mounted giraffe skull, so like anything you would walk in there, like custom made rings from different stones and yeah, copper wire. That's the thing. I just like stuff like like, um, what was it? And like you say you say Tim Burton, but I also thought of um, uh, the guy who did Alice in One. No, uh, uh the Cheshire Cat. Um, I forgot his name. Uh why am I blanking on people's names today? I'm like literally lost. But the guy who did uh, Alice in Wonderland, the Cheshire Cat, all those different characters, the uh, he he had a. No, I'm really I'm sorry, guys. Today I'm like all over the place mentally. Nick speaking. lost. Nick lost is lost. Yeah, but um, he he did the movie Alice in Wonderland. I'm like uh yeah. Think about the think about the guy who who made Alice in Wonderland author. Maybe that that rings a bell. Arthur? Okay, Arthur. let's see. Let's check it out. Let's see who it was. Lewis Carroll? No. Okay. It's not- <laughs> it. I'm, I'm so sorry. But anyways, there was an art. There was a character. We we a very beloved person of certain characters. And they found when he passed away that he had a secret art collection. Uh-huh. It was a lot of the same reference characters that he normally has, but painted in a very darker tone. Oh, okay. So... But anyways, I like stuff like that where it's like, I I truly do. Sometimes there's some things that you see is dark or what normal society wants to say is like unattractive or whatever. Uh-huh. I find that interesting. Yeah, I find it to a certain degree very very beautiful. So I think that's 
kind of what the oddities is, is just showing you things that typically most people would find odd or just, you know, ugly or whatever. Uneasy. Well, how, yeah, however you want to look at it. But they see the beauty and then they, they highlight well, it. So what was your favorite thing, the conjoined twin skulls? No, I find that the most interesting. I want to say it's the most beautiful. I'm trying to think of the most beautiful thing. My favorite thing was the, the octopus in the glass ball. It was on the first table that we walked in. The octopus? Yeah. So like, what do you mean octopus? Like An actual octopus. I don't know if it was actual, but it, it's a glass ball, like a, uh, a mm-hmm. clear resin ball, and it has an like, octopus, like... It's almost like it's captured. It's like captured inside the skull, inside the ball. Interesting. Um, that was my favorite thing. I'm trying to think what it was. Actually, it was I actually, thought you would. Th- I thought you like the skull donut. <laughs> well, yeah, I love that. That was shout awesome. outs to uh, cuteness, uh, covenant of cuteness. Uh, my homegirl <laughs> Jennifer, uh, Jenny, now, and, does she and find Warren. The weird, cute. I mean, if I was trying to find the weird beautiful. She finds it cute. Yes. Shout outs <laughs> to Warren and Jen. Dope um, people. Always uh, helping us out. I would say, I want to say it was, um, it was actually the stone. Remember that we were talking about like those stones that looked like, um, uh, what was it? We were saying it looks like amulets. Um, it was over there where you started the video. Oh yeah, yeah. There were stones that yeah. like very big, very bold. I don't know. I lo- I love the way they look. I mean, like, everything else I love. Amethyst but, and yeah, the, but uh, the way that they had the designs that they had, it was very. Different. They had, yeah. Like they had like it broke off to different like almost like tree branches or something like that. Yeah. On, on a ring. So that was awesome. So yeah, that's pretty much what we did this weekend. We didn't do much. We just chilled. But we do have some events coming up. Uh the biggest one it's Hallmat. And if you don't Hallmat, it's Holiday Matsui. It's an anime convention. Uh going on from I think Thursday the 13th oh no friday the 13th and and it's gonna end end on saturday the 15th sounds like the most appropriate i mean sunday the 15th (laughs) yeah so it's at the uh, orlando world center marriott are you gonna try to get tattooed this week no why oh friday the 13th yeah no i'm not gonna get it no not this year i want to get mine colored and covered in I wonder what they would charge me if I wanted to get um, Freddy Krueger's claws. It shouldn't be bad. It would be small, but it shouldn't be bad. So that was one event going on this week. We do have a few others. We do have uh, Orlando Game Space is having their first anniversary. And that will be this Thursday from 6 to 10. So you'll be able to go out there, get light bites, drinks, fun games from the Orlando Game Space and the Indie Namacon community to check it out. Those are independent game developers. So that's one. Uh, another one is the Friday the 13th Haunted Pub Tour in downtown Orlando. So it's this Friday from 7 to 10. And it's starting at the Harry Buffaloes in Orlando by Central. Central Ave, I think it is. By South and Central, I think that's where, yeah. Yeah, where that parking lot that yeah. we go to. Central. Yeah. All right. So then uh, I think there was one more. I know this weekend. So being that it is Friday the 13th and uh, the Friday, one of the few Fridays before thanks, uh, Christmas, there is going to be a lot of Friday um, Nightmare Before Christmas events. I know there's one coming in a trivia uh, Friday Nightmare Before Christmas 
party at Player One Friday. Mm-hmm. So we we could check that out. That'd be fun. Play some video games, dress up as a uh, Jack, Jack and Scully. That, Sally, I don't I'll be either, Sally. I don't think either one I'll, of us would fit those characteristics. Wouldn't it be? Uh, I'll, I'll be Oogie Boogie. O- Oogie Boogie. I'll be Oogie Boogie too. It'll be Oogie Boogie too. Yeah, I'd have a number two. <laughs> Electric Boogaloo. Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, and then we do always has our usual events for Juicy on Tuesdays at the Buffalo Wild Wings. There's uh, have a PS4 tournament that includes uh, Tekken Seven, Blaze Blue. Excuse me, Street Fighter. Uh, there's also on Thursdays, on Wednesdays, I'm sorry, a Smash only. Uh, Buffalo Wild Wings. And Thursday, they're also having a Smash Night at Ready Game, uh, Ready Game Begin. Um, but pretty much that's all that's going on this week. And then we have Jumanji coming out this week, too. Yeah, which I said. So, I'm hoping I might be able to see, catch a screening early. Huh? So. That's pretty uh, much what's going on this week, guys. Anything you want to head out with? Anything? No? All right, guys. Actually, uh, hey, I want movie recommendations from our people. You want movie? If you All listen right. to us, please follow us on Facebook. And give me give me the weirdest, most obscure movie you think I would like. All right, guys. You heard that. So let us know any weird movie recommendations. If Nick hasn't seen it, he'll watch it. If he has, he'll make a point to let you know what he thought of it. So as always, tell a nerd, bring a nerd, send a nerd. And always thank you for listening so much. You can follow us on our Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Nerds in the City. Uh, Sneak peek, we might have an event coming up next month. We're trying to finalize it. We should have something up in the next coming weeks. So look out for that. As always, see you guys next week. Later.